You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome to Tarot Talk. This is episode number 11 and I am your host, Holly Ramey. Today I'm answering a question from Jennifer in Pennsylvania and she writes in, I recently took a huge chance and quit my corporate job that I held for 10 years to pursue a career in the beauty industry. This gives me more time to be at home with my daughter and to create my own schedule. I was away from the beauty industry for 10 years, so I knew it was going to be bumpy and come with its challenges. Now, I know I need to give myself credit and remember that things take time, but I've been wondering if I made the right choice. If so, how can I stay positive as I navigate this new career? Okay, Jennifer. So I pulled a spread for you, and we're just going to dive right in piece by piece. So the first card that I pulled was um, around the decision that you made to switch careers and to transition from something that you had been doing before and moving into it again. So the card that I got for this is the sun, which is pretty much a resounding yes. Um, Yes, this was the right choice. The sun brings us so much light and clarity. Um, It comes after, right, the dark. And uh, if I'm going to answer this question in a simple word, it would just be yes. The sun tells me that this was a positive decision and that um, it's going to allow you for more joy, finding more joy in what you do, finding more clarity in what you want to do moving forward, and um, just more enjoyment and fulfillment in general. Now, uh, I also pulled with this card, the two of pentacles. And the two of pentacles is a card that's very much about balance on the material plane, right? And so in the deck that I'm using, The Way Home Tarot by Everyday Magic, I am looking at a snake kind of coiled in an infinity symbol around two eggs. And she is protecting these eggs as they hatch. And so you know there's this idea that uh what you're creating now has has not hatched yet, right? And so you're kind of waiting in this balance to see how this career will uh, come into fruition. But what the Two of Pentacles offers us is the opportunity to create more harmony in our lives. And so this decision to switch careers uh, may, you know, you may have to work a little hustle for a little while as you kind of navigate getting back in. I imagine you have to uh, learn some new techniques that have uh, surfaced over the last decade. I imagine that you have to uh, rebuild up a clientele. And, you know, it feels a lot like starting from the ground up, but be patient. And like you said, these things take time, but uh, you also mentioned that this gives you more flexibility in your schedule and time to be with your family. And that is the balance that the two of pentacles really brings, is that balance between work and play, uh, home and family. It's how we bring a sense of harmony into our lives. So that looks like a really beautiful combination for this transition that you're making. Um, And the next card I pulled is just for the outcome of this transition. Transition, like where is this going to lead you? And 
I'm pulling the tower, right? And the tower is a card about transformation. Um, it's a bit chaotic. It's about burning down either an internal or an external structure within us. And so I believe for you, Jennifer, that, um, well, one, you kind of did already do some burning of the tower, right? In burning down um, another career, another job that you had been working over 10 years. But I think that this may be referring to changing the way that you're doing things, changing the way that you are looking at your work in general and how you do it and what the outcome is that you want and how you're going to go about getting it, right? And so maybe the foundation that you built 10 years ago when you were in this beauty industry before is not quite so solid. Um, and maybe the opportunity that you have now is to burn that down and to start with something fresh. So even though the tower can feel really chaotic, uh, what it leaves in its wake is the opportunity for healing, for renewal, and to rebuild a foundation that is much more stable than what we've had before. Now, I'm pulling the chariot with this card. So I really see your desire to move fast and furious into this thing. And then over that, I pulled a card from the liminal space deck, which is called expand time. So it's like the chariot is this fast and furious energy that gets us in a very quick burst to where we're going. And in this deck, uh, Bakara and the, the illustrator Autumn used an image of a salmon swimming upstream. And I think we all know how difficult that can, can be to swim against the stream. And it's so intense that the salmon only makes this journey. Like, I don't know if it's once a year or maybe it's even once in their whole lifetime. Um, and, and it's epic. It's this epic journey, but it absolutely must be done. Like this is part of the salmon's life cycle. It needs to go there to like plant its egg. It's something about its eggs. Right. And so I'm sorry, you guys, I'm using this reference and I don't even know about it, but I know enough to know that the salmon must make this journey. It's, it's absolutely essential to its procreation. Um, but after it does that, it, it doesn't do it again. It's like we can't live in the chariot too long before we burn out, right? It's like it's like taking an Adderall to stay up all night and study for your test. Then you're gonna sleep for the next day and a half, right? And so, and then seeing expand time with this, it's like time is being expanded for you to make this journey now. But remember that what expands also must contract. So take advantage of this moment in which your time is more expanded because later maybe there'll be changes and that time will not be available for you. Maybe you'll decide to continue growing your family, right? And you'll need to be on leave again. Maybe you'll grow and there'll be a bigger clientele. So use this moment of expanded time now, Jennifer, to really embrace that energy and that fire of the chariot and go for what you want. So maybe you're going to study, um, more. Maybe you need to go out and take some courses. Maybe you just need to really work the hustle to build that clientele and, you know, get some referrals, do some marketing, all the things that go into uh, building a new business for yourself. But know that now is the time to really move forward with that chariot energy while this time is expanded because it's not going to last for you forever. Um, and then the last card I pulled 
is in regards to staying positive, right? So how do you stay positive as you work through these challenges? The tarot is just super straight up with you on this one. I pulled the three of swords reversed, which is like, don't worry right? The three of swords represents the grief in our heart that's created by the stories in our mind, right? And so it's like, if you don't want to, if you want to stay positive, then don't let your mind go into that, that worrying place. And, um, I pulled judgment with this card, right? And judgment is a beautiful card. It's one of the last in the deck. It comes right before the world, right before the end. And it's a final judgment. It is not, uh, It's not being judged by others. It is the final judgment where we atone and we ascend. So this is all about rebirth, right? This is about from moving into that mental space of worry and anxiety and into a space of expansion, renewal, rebirth. But but in this card, the lesson is forgiveness, right? And we pulled this last week um, or a few weeks ago in the last podcast and um Usually when we're doing the forgiving, we need to first start with ourselves and then we can extend it to others. But if there's anyone or anything that you need to forgive now, work through that, right? And I'll put it again in my show notes, but the forgiveness meditation by Tara Brock is a gorgeous way to practice this. But this energy is of rising above, rising above those thoughts that send you into that negative spiral and also rising above anyone or anything externally that's creating those thoughts for you, right? So the beauty industry can be a a tough industry, a competitive industry. Um, You're going to have to work with a lot of different personalities, I imagine. And so like, how do you rise above any of that, right? How do you go high when they go low? Think about... um, your opportunity to take those thoughts, those worries, those um, negative beliefs that get either invoked by yourself or by an external circumstance and just allowing yourself to go high, to go high and to stay high, right? Um, And so Overall, this reading looks like a really positive and really beautiful transition that you've made, Jennifer, and I believe fully that it was the right choice. Um, I think that it will give you the balance that you're seeking, and I think that the time now is really ripe to move forward quickly with whatever you want to do, whatever you want to learn, however you want to take this, go for it now. Um, And as far as the worry of the three of swords, you know, in the, in the imagery here, it's, it's a, um, it's actually an hourglass, right? And the sand is draining to the bottom and there's three swords and they're, they're bursting through the hourglass. So this is a really interesting image again, because we've already pulled expand time and now we're seeing this hourglass being broken. And so it's this another reference to time, right? And it's like, now this is your time. You're not wasting your time on anyone or anything that doesn't serve you. And so the three of swords, right? We can do that same thing. We can 
waste our time focusing on what we don't have, or we can waste our time focusing on the negative things in our life, right? So really think about utilizing this time wisely and think about now how time is expanding for you and how you can take advantage of it. Um, and you know, it's, it's difficult sometimes when we're working with the mind because we have to become aware of when we get caught in these negative loops. We have to become aware of how we're feeling and what thoughts are creating that feeling. So I urge you to really tap into the heart chakra, Jen, because that what the belief system and the thoughts that we have in our minds, right, affect our feelings. But our thoughts are not facts and our feelings are not facts either. They are fleeting and they change. So when you feel yourself starting to feel that hurt or that grief or whatever discomfort arises, check in with your heart. Take a few moments to ask your heart how you're feeling and then see if you can trace that feeling back to a belief or an idea that you've been playing. They're definitely connected, right? I, I heard this the other day. It's like, of course, there's a connection between mind, body, spirit. The mind lives in the body, right? And so when you're not feeling, when you're feeling off, tap into the heart, ask the heart what it needs, and then trace that back to the story and then shift that story. Okay. So I hope that this helps and I will see you all in a few for the new moon in Virgo forecast. Take care. Okay, everybody, it is time for the tarot forecast, and I am reading now for the new moon in Virgo and the following weeks that will be the waxing moon. And so, as you've heard me say before, I do this and record this podcast on the new moon and the full moon of every single month. So, the forecast that I'm reading is going to be for the two weeks that follow that. And for new moons, we focus on intention, planting seeds, and doing the action required to nurture and grow those seeds into a reality, right? And so we are metaphorically planting seeds, but if you think about farming and the way that the natural world works during a new moon, there's less gravitational pull. This is when the moon is dark in the sky. We can't see it. And so this would be the time that farmers would actually plant seeds in the earth, right? When the water is low in the soil and we reach deep down. And, um, you know, thinking metaphorically here about, about actually planting a seed, right? We have to put the seed deep down in the soil, in the dark. And in that darkness is where it begins to open up and to be nourished and to start to sprout. And so we also need to get comfortable in the dark. We also need to trust that things are growing even when we can't see them, right? 
And so, um, this is the new moon work. If you want to learn a little bit more about the moon phases and or practice ritual and ceremony with me. I offer a new moon ceremony every single month here in Nashville. Um, it's going to be on the 29th. So if you're here, please join me. And uh, another quick announcement is that we will also have at the end of September on the 23rd, I believe we'll be having the fall equinox. So we'll be moving into that beautiful day of balance and the equinox, the fall and the spring are when the light of day and the light of night are equal. And then the light continues to get shorter and shorter until we reach the winter solstice. So this is a really potent time to practice ritual, to set intentions, and to realign with the rhythms of nature. And I will be hosting a workshop at Kali Yuga Yoga in East Nashville, uh, just all around this theme and offering medicine in the form of Reiki, breath work, restorative yoga, and opportunity to find balance in mind, body, spirit. So join me for that. You can sign up and find the links to all of my stuff on my website under the events page. Please RSVP in advance. And then one more announcement is that I have a mentorship opening in September. And this is the opportunity to work with me one-on-one. So if you enjoy this podcast and you really enjoy hearing about the tarot and you want to learn more about it, um, this is an opportunity to do so one-on-one with me. But we also cover many other topics based on your wants and your needs at this time. Um, So you can learn more about Reiki, moon cycling, essential oils, herbs, yoga, basically all of the things. You can find all the info there. Again, on my website, there's an application. Please only apply if you've read through the entire content and the payment plans and all of that, and you're truly ready to get started. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. That's even better. And uh, we can set up a call to chat. All right, you guys. So without further ado, let's get right into the forecast. And first of all, I just want to tell you, I was shook when I pulled the first card because it is the exact same card in the exact same position as I pulled for the full moon just a few weeks ago, right? So the full moon in Aquarius, the first card I pulled was the eight of swords reversed. And here it is, you guys back again. And it's like, bitch, keep doing this work. We have not finished with it yet. Okay. So eight of swords is when we feel like we're stuck, when we feel like we're trapped and we just keep trying and trying, uh, to, you know, to move through something and we're just stuck in a rut. And it's like, this card comes through to tell us like, listen, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Turn around and try a new way. So in the reversal, it's like we are still finding new ways. And, you know, we started this work two weeks ago and now we're going to continue with it for the next two weeks. So It's keep digging, keep looking. There are opportunities available that you are not seeing. 
And the reversal of this card shows me that they're going to continue to reveal themselves to you. So a really potent energy that we're moving into. And then the next card I pulled for us is the sun, which is like, oh, thank God, some clarity, shedding some light onto some of this stuff. Cause it's like, well, where are we going to find these opportunities? Where are they? And the sun is here to shed light on what was in the dark before. So coming through with this energy is going to be mental clarity right? So out of the confusion, taking the blindfold off, finally seeing where we were in the dark. However, the last card I pulled for us is the hanged man. And in this deck, the way home, it is a butterfly in the chrysalis, right? And so it's just in this waiting stage. And the beauty of this is, is that there's no quote unquote work to do when we're here, but allow for the transformation to take its time, right? And it's like, we can't rush the transformation from a caterpillar to a butterfly, or I imagine he can't rush it. And I imagine that being in that chrysalis and having that transformation could possibly feel really uncomfortable. And maybe he doesn't know that he's turning into a butterfly. Maybe he thinks he's dying, or maybe he thinks like, you know, it's just like, what's happening? We're not sure yet. And what are we going to transform into? We're not sure yet. This is an act of surrender and release. So we are still, even though it's this waxing moon, right? Even though we're moving into a phase of more action, there's also in relation to this, a a big release. We're still shifting out of all of these old ways of thinking, all of these old ways of doing the same thing over and over again and into something new, but we're not quite sure what that new new is. And so the practice becomes surrender. The practice becomes waiting and being with what is now in the moment, even if it's dark, even if it's uncomfortable. This is the practice of release. You know, it doesn't necessarily feel like relief right away. Because as it comes up to go, we've got to feel it, right? And so feeling into whatever we're letting go of and really surrendering to it, thank it on its way out, you guys, because every single thing that we've been holding on to served us at one point in time. Now, I pulled a few more cards to qualify and give us a little deeper information And these next few cards are such beautiful, high vibe, masculine energy. And so with the eight of swords, I pulled the four of pentacles. So one of the things that we're going to be letting go of is this idea of scarcity and lack, right? The four of pentacles can show up often as greed, um, but it's about constriction. It's about like holding on too tightly to the things that we have in the fear that we won't get any more. But when we hold and grip so fucking tightly onto something, then we we disrupt the balance, right? The flow of give and receive. And when it comes to money, when it comes to resources, when it comes to love, we have to be open to receive and we also have to be able to give. Those two things must happen together in order 
to have expansion, we must have contraction. We cannot be static in one or the other. And when we are, then nothing flows. And so the four of pentacles paired with the eight of swords offers us the opportunity to see where we are holding on so tight and allow ourselves to open up and become more generous. So what does this look like in everyday life? Well, A, this is the hangman again telling you like, It's time to loosen your grip. It's time to surrender to what is. Loosen that grip because the Eight of Swords is going to show you all of the ways that you're holding on too tight and where you can open up to receive more. Now, I also pulled the Emperor over the Sun. So these two beautiful masculine energies really um, just vibing up each other, right? Because the, the Emperor is the masculine energy and then the Sun in it, on the Earth plane. And then the sun is a masculine energy in our higher consciousness, right? And so the sun is kind of like the daddy of the emperor. And so the the sun represents this masculine energy in its purest form, but then the emperor is how we take that energy and again, apply it into everyday life. So he is the work that we have to do. And so, yeah, this is time to step into the ego and and. Do the work that's going to help you create the abundance and the resources that you want. So where the eight of swords gives us the opportunity to see where we're being greedy, to see where we have this lack and the scarcity mentality. And then the emperor says, now get to work and figure out how to make that money, how to bring more resources in. What do you need to do? What are the day-to-day steps that you can do to help bring those resources in? And then the liminal space, I pulled a card and it's money, 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 bitch. So this is the time to make that paper, you guys. And are you so ready for it? Because the summer was kind of relaxing for me anyway. It wasn't a time of hustle. And I'm an Aries. I like the hustle. I like to be busy. I like to be working. I like to be doing. And so this feels like a big boost. And of course, this is going to come through in Virgo season because Virgo is the earth element and Virgo is the mind, right? It's the analytical, it's the intellect, it's the intelligence, right? And so Virgo season is coming coming in hot, you guys, with the opportunity to create abundance in your life. Now, this doesn't have to mean money, but for many of you, it might. But really, you guys, money love, resources. It's all the tangible. It's all the material, but it's all the same energy. Currency is a neutral energy to start, and then we bring our beliefs, our values, our intentions, and infuse it with that. And so however this shows up for you, set the intentions for this cycle on what you want to change in this material world now right? And it could be related to your job. It could be related to the money you make. It could be related to your home. It could be related to the people in your home, where you live, anything that creates a sense of stability, of safety, of um, feeling like you're at home here in the world. Okay? So, This is going to be a really exciting two weeks. We are still moving through similar themes that we were 
on the full moon, but we're going deeper into it. And the most exciting thing is that we actually have the opportunity now to see some really tangible results. All right, you guys. So step into this Virgo season and really start to embody the energy of the emperor. He rules the kingdom. He knows exactly what he wants and he's not afraid to take the steps to get it. All right. But even though he takes risks, he takes calculated risks and he's not looking and just stuck and stuck in the day-to-day bullshit. He's looking one year out, two years out, five years out, 10 years out. And the mundane stuff, the day-to-day stuff, he's delegating that shit. Okay. And so I want you to have some vision for these next few weeks. When you're setting your intentions, look forward a little bit longer than maybe the next month. Look at the next six months. Look at the next year. Look further out into your future and really envision, visualize what you want that to look like and then start to embody that energy on a daily basis. And I would even go as far to say, practice a visualization exercise every day, or at least a few times a week where you put yourself in that future version of yourself and see what it looks like, what it feels like. Where are you living? What are you doing? Where are you working? Who's with you? Really feel into the vibes of where you want to go. Okay, there's a really great resource called Future Self Journaling by Nicole LaPera. I'll link that in the show notes. That would be a great exercise to do for this waxing moon, new moon period in Virgo. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this forecast. I love creating this and holding this space for you. It means so much to me that you're listening. And if you can help others uh, find me, that would be great too. You could give me a five-star rating. You could write a review. Um, You could also support through the Anchor app. All of that support means so much to me, you guys. And I will see you in a few weeks for the new moon. Take care. 